Hello everybody, this is Liberal Arts Loser. I'm Christian Metter, your resident loser, and this is a podcast all about what it's like to be a liberal arts major, and everything in between. So stick around, let's jump in. so excited today because it is the first ever episode of Liberal Arts Loser. I know, I know, curb your enthusiasm. I have been wanting to make a podcast for so long, but I never knew uh, what people would find interesting or what I knew enough about to talk about um, and actually have valuable information for someone, but I think I found it. Uh, the reason the liberal arts are so interesting to me is because it's so diverse. Um, it's kind of a hodgepodge. Uh, is that a word? <laughs> um, you have everything from acting, uh, you know, for musical theater, technical theater, law enforcement, um, literature, social work. Like there are so many things, um, which makes the which blah 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 blah. Excuse me. Which uh, <laughs> which means that everyone has such different experiences within that. Um, So this podcast, I'll tell you kind of what it's going to be. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different just because it's the first episode. We have some housekeeping stuff to take care of. And I figure you want to know a little bit about me since, um, you know, I'm going to be hosting it. You want to know who's talking to you, even though it might be a little narcissistic to talk about myself, but we're going to do it, guys. (laughs) Um, So this podcast isn't just going to be me every episode. Um, My plan is, and I already have some people lined up, is to interview people about um, their experience in liberal arts. Uh, I think it's so interesting because my experience is absolutely completely different than someone else's. Uh, For example, my my best friend is uh, going to school for social work. So we're both technically... Uh, in the liberal arts, but her experiences are completely different than mine. And even people that are in my major, which we'll get into later, have completely different experiences. And I think that this could be valuable information for someone who is planning to go into the liberal arts, or if you're even deciding if you want to go to college, if college is for you, um, what major to pick, what career path is right for you. Um, And I think that there can be some some value in listening and listening to other people's stories and how they figured out their path and if that will help you even if you're not even in not in college you've already been to college whatever it may be I still think this can be value information I always think that hearing other people's story can enlighten your own life so not that this is you know the bible it's not going to be anything crazy guys but um I do think it'll be a good listen so, oh, just bumped my mic there. <laughs> so, we'll talk, I'll talk about myself, you know, get to know me. So, my name is Christian, and I'm an acting major. I know, a waste of money, right? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> kind of. But I just finished my freshman year, and I'm going to be starting my sophomore year, um, and pretty soon, in about a month, and I'm super excited about it. Um, I do think that it might be interesting to hear about specifically my experience and my classmates, anyone, really anyone who's in school right now. Um, well, I guess every single person in the whole world is being affected by this or 
by this pandemic that we're in still. Uh, but I do think it might be interesting to hear how that affected my classes. Um, but before, I'll, so I'll get into that later. I actually had some friends, um, a couple of them make lists, uh, not a list, but a few questions that they thought would be interesting for me to answer, to talk about, um, that might be beneficial for everyone to hear. And yeah, so I'll go ahead and get into that. So the first question is how to decide if college is even for you. Um, I know for me, my personal testimony here, <laughs> I always knew I wanted to go to school. It's something that um, since I was a kid, I definitely always pictured myself going to further education. Um, I also, I live in America, um, just to make that clear, not that I think this podcast is going to be big enough to have people from other countries besides, honestly, anyone besides my social, my social network listening. But hey, here's to hoping. Um, but yeah, so I, I go to school in Texas just to make everything clear about that in the DFW area. But that's all you're getting. I'm not giving any for, more information. I don't want any creepers, okay? <laughs> but I was, yeah, I was affected by the pandemic for sure. Um, I, the first time I heard about it, I was actually... Uh, the first time I heard about it, um, everything that was going on, I was in Houston with friends. We had gone on like a vacation together um, to one of our friend's houses where he's from. And it was, I, I okay, I want to tiptoe around this a little bit because people have been affected way more than I ever have been. And I don't want anyone to think that I am complaining too much. I, I'm I'm going to talk about how it affected me, honestly, um, but I do also recognize that there are people in far, far, far worse situations than I am, so I don't want anyone to think that I'm belitt belittling those situations. Um, people got it worse. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was frustrating, too, being an acting major. Um, I was in a show that was going to be going on uh, the second semester, and it was it's frustrating as a student. I just found a friend group that I really, really liked. Um, I was excited about the second semester. I was in a show with friends. Um, it was super exciting. And then to find out that all of that was not going to happen. And I went from Houston to my hometown, which is not anywhere near uh, my school. <laughs> but I went to my hometown for a weekend and I was driving back Then I went back to um, my college town and literally the second uh, I parked into my parking garage, I got an email from campus that classes were going to be transitioned into online. Um, I should have known. I don't <laughs> uh, I think it was naive to drive back to to school. I should have waited because it it was pretty obvious that things were going to change. Um, but I didn't. <laughs> and, I, and I went back and I ended up staying on campus. I was one of the only people in my dorm uh, for, I think, like a month and a half before I went went back home. There was um, a lot of different reasons for that. But nonetheless, I stayed um, on campus, socially distancing from my dorm room. And uh, yeah, that was um, pretty rough. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I think everyone can relate to how the pandemic affected you mentally. I just remember that this question is how to decide if college is for you. And I haven't talked about that, but we'll get to it. Don't worry, guys. Um, it's the first podcast. Things are going to be wacky. It's going to be wacky and fun, and it's going to be rambled, but I'll get the hang of it. So don't you worry. Um, 
but a quick little story about being in my my dorm room uh I would zoom call my friends all the time and we were working on a television show uh writing it and uh all that I keep saying uh too it's fine guys don't worry about it (laughs) but I it was about two in the morning and someone just opened the door to my room and stepped in and it was a woman and all I could really it scared scared the bejesus out of me (laughs) Um, it like late in the morning. And I also, I had a green screen effect on my, on my zoom call. It was like something funny in the background. So nobody saw that someone walked into my room because <laughs> it was blocked out. And I'm just like, what? And, and so everyone was confused. Um, she didn't say anything. She opened the door, looked at me and walked out. And I didn't even have time to register. It scared me though. Cause someone's walking into your private room uh, that you have a key card and password to get into and they don't say anything and they just walk out. And she was wearing like a nice white shirt and black pants, but that's all I, that's all I had time to register. Um, not like, of course that night I was scared. I think I stayed on the phone with my friends, like quite into the night because I was like, what? Um, and I emailed the police department on campus, which maybe some people think that's overkill, but, I didn't know if someone had somehow gotten hands onto a key card. Um, I didn't know. I didn't know. And I probably should have realized what it actually was if I used context clues. But of course, I did not. <laughs> um, so I emailed the police department and the people who run the dorm. And it turned out it was a campus police officer who heard voices in the room and opened the door to see what was going on, which is completely understandable. Should she have knocked? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe just give it just give it a little knock. Just give it a knock. <laughs> maybe see if anyone's in there <laughs> that's supposed to be in there. Um, she didn't. You know, that's fine. Uh, but... Th- the thing that was so frustrating about the situation is because I had noticed that other dorm rooms had these, this piece of paper taped onto them with a stop sign that said like, stop, do not enter. And I didn't know what it was for. Um, and I assumed, oh, I guess people are living in those dorms still like me. Um, that was not the case. <laughs> when I emailed the people who uh, ran the dorm, they said those were for people who left their things in their room because they couldn't come back because of COVID to get them yet. And I don't know, maybe that makes sense to you guys. It does not make sense to me to put a stop sign on people who are not living in their room. Like, yeah, you can totally do that. But then maybe also put those on the doors of people who are living in those rooms so that people don't walk into their room randomly in the middle of the night. Because this was not the only time this happened. I told the the people that run the dorm, I was like, you know, maybe, is there not, like, a list of people who are living here? Like, are, are, am I just gonna have, like, no privacy? What if I was naked? I could have been asleep, which would have been terrifying uh, if I woke up to someone in my room. Like, that's not okay. Um, and not even a week later, I want to say it was about a week, uh, <laughs> it was, like, eight in the morning, and I, I was in bed. I was awake, because I had a, a Zoom call class, but I, I hadn't gotten up yet. I was just in bed, and, uh, a guy walks into my room, fully walks into my room, and I was like, whoa, 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 somebody's in here, and he, like, looks up, you know, and, like, realizes that there's things in the room, like, it wasn't unoccupied, and he walks out, and, um, I put on pants, because I was, guys, I was in bed, um, 
I was under the cover, so it's fine, but like, what? So I put on pants and I answered the door and he was just there to change an air filter, but that was really scary. So anyways, yeah, COVID affected me. <laughs> no, um, but also just mental health wise, uh, I did have a bubble, a social bubble of two, my friends that were in an apartment just like right down the street and we only had contact with each other. So it was, um, totally fine. Uh, but other than that, like being alone in your dorm room on zoom calls all day, it, it takes a toll. It takes a really big toll on you. Um, especially like I was 19 years old alone in a room. Um, I should, yeah, it was rough, but anyways, back to the question, how to decide if college is for you. (laughs) I knew that I wanted to go to college, but I had planned on taking a gap year and that ended up not happening for me. Um, it wasn't anything crazy that happened. It was just, I got caught up in the whirlwind of applying to colleges and then getting excited and then realizing a couple of my friends from my hometown were also going to go to the same college as me. I'm like, what? That's so exciting. Um, yeah, like I was really excited about that. And so I didn't take a gap year. And I, I'm kind of glad I didn't because of everything going on with the pandemic. I think it would have been for not. Uh, but that being said, I think it's you really have to do some self-reflection, especially depending on what you want to do in school. So um, I'll speak from my own experience in acting. A lot of people don't go to school for that. There are like the two-year... Um, uh, schools specifically for acting. You can go to ma- like classes. You can take classes without being a student in um, in like university. All of those things are completely valid. I think it depends on what you think you need. Because at the end of the day, when it comes to acting, um, I'm going to go ahead and throw out musical theater, dance, all those things as well. Natural talent is only going to get you so far. Um, you're not going to be able to go on Broadway if you've never taken a class in your life uh, and you just are naturally talented. That's just not going to happen. Maybe maybe I'm ignorant. Maybe it has. Um, but those people, you know, if you're not going to college, you have to have some sort of training. There's just no way. Uh, so for me, the thing that makes the most sense is I wanted that degree because um, I don't want to be a teacher anytime soon. Uh, my plan is to completely go through my arc of my career, if that means (laughs) making absolutely no money for, you know, 30 years and then deciding, okay, I want to be a teacher. That's whatever. So for me, it was important to have my degree so that eventually I could get a teacher certification and have a degree in acting with a teacher certification so I could teach in Texas. Um, well, to wherever I get my certification, um, girl, your girl's probably not going to stay in Texas for forever. Uh, that being said, you do... I also, I would like to say that I do think that the stigma around school, further education is changing because for a while, um, you didn't have to go to school, right? Everyone, you know, if you went to further education, that puts you ahead of everyone else. But it feels like in the past like 10, 15 years, maybe more, it's been you for you get further education and you're still getting paid at an entry-level job, um, now the minimum is having a college degree. And then you need to go get your doctorate or whatever <laughs> to be considered for more. It's the It has changed drastically. Drastically? There we go. <laughs> um, where you, you really need that college degree to get your foot in the door. 
But I would say in the last few years, I think millennials or Gen Z, whatever, have kind of started saying, this is ridiculous. Uh, If you don't want to go to college, don't go to college. I have noticed a change socially and people saying, I don't want to go to college and they don't and they still make livings. Um, So I would, I would, I would encourage someone to not be influenced by the opinions of others or the way socially you should socially go to college. I know in my high school at the end of the year, they had a big ceremony. I don't know if everyone does this or not, but they would put up a university and everyone that was going to that would like walk in front of everyone else and they would have gap year or people that just were going into the workforce. And I went to a very big high school and there was not a lot of people. Um, So, and I also like, maybe that's because of the town I live in, but I have seen, and you know, online figures can be, uh, hard to um, put into perspective, but it does seem like in other places and bigger cities, that's changing. Um, So be true to you. It's hard to know what's going to be best for you. If you are going to do something that you need technical knowledge, do whatever you need to do to acquire that technical logic knowledge. (laughs) Um, Whether that be college, whether that be an internship, whether that be finding someone uh, to mentor you, figure that out for yourself. Um, Don't be influenced by others. If your family wants you to go to college and you feel like you need to appease your family, then yeah, maybe do that. But if your family wants you to and you don't care, then don't care. Like, it's it's so up to you. It's insane, guys. It's so up to you. (laughs) Like, no one, uh, no one's opinion should affect you. Um, Be, just be smart. Just that's what a becoming adult, an adult is, is figuring out what you need to do to get to where you want to be. That's all it is. <laughs> and taking those steps. So I would say make a plan for yourself for the next, you know, five years. Where do I want to be? How do I get there? Is college something that I want to do to get there? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe you don't want to be in debt for the next, you know, 20 years. That's okay. Maybe you're fine with that. That's also Okay. That was a long ramble, but I hope that that helps anyone looking to decide. So how did I pick? This is the next question. (laughs) How to pick a major and how did I pick my major? So let's say, okay, you're going to go to, you're going to go to school. How to pick a major. I guess we can also say how to pick a career path because it's not just about your major. You might have a major, but be going into a related career path. So we'll stick to career path. I think that makes more sense for this context. Um, for I'll start again with my own testimony. <laughs> uh, that was really hard for me. I think I have the personality where I see something cool on TV and I want to do that now. <laughs> I wanted to do literally everything. I was that kid that was like, I want to be an astronaut. I want to be a singer. I want to be uh, a, philan- a ph- philanthropist. <laughs> I want to be a doctor. Like, you know, do I really want to be a doctor or do I just want to be on the set of uh, Grey's Anatomy next to Mc- Mr. McDreamy or whatever? You, ha- <laughs> you have to assess what you really want. And if you want those things because of what's associated with those things, or for what the thing is really is, if that makes sense. So if you want to be, if you've watched Grey's Anatomy your whole life, I hate that I'm using this as an example, but here we are. (laughs) 
if you've watched Grey's Anatomy your whole life and then you think, oh my god, I want to be a doctor, guys. That's what I want. Sit down and think, do I want to go through all that college? Is it worth the reward for me? Because is the reward, and what do you think the reward is? <laughs> for you, is it thinking, oh my gosh, you know, it would just like high stakes, the tension, the office romance, everything's just so intense and 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 so theatrical and cinematic and oh McDreamy. <laughs> is that what you're actually wanting? Or is it I want to be a doctor because I want to help people or I want to make di- medical discoveries? Um, you really need to get to the root of your desire and then you can kind of go from there. Um, I know for me, I went through a lot of phases. And in high school, when I was in, actually, when I was in middle school, a friend told me she was taking law enforcement. And I was like, well, heck, okay, I'll take that class because my school had that class. And I was like, I had an extra available um, period. And I was like, well, okay, I'll take it. I'll be with that friend. I didn't even end up being in that friend's class. (laughs) And I really, really liked that class. And I took it um, I took it two years. I took law enforcement one, law, law, law one, law two, and then I took um, forensic science. So um, I wanted to be for a while. Um, I didn't know if I wanted to be a police officer, a forensic scientist, or um, a criminal psychologist. Those are kind of my main things. Mind you, this whole time I'm taking theater classes. I'm in plays. I'm doing all that on the side. I was also for a little bit until I figured out what I actually wanted to do with my life. I was the, uh, uh, I was the vice president of our law enforcement club and treasurer. Like I was doing all the stuff (laughs) and I was going to competitions. I was for my toot my own horn. I was kind of good at competitions (laughs) when it came to law enforcement. Um, and then I, I realized that I wasn't I had to sit down because it was kind of coming time to decide what I wanted to do with my life and I still wasn't sure and I realized that I didn't actually like law enforcement for what it is. I couldn't picture myself in that environment. Uh, One, because sexism is real in the law enforcement community and I saw that when I went to competitions and I hated it and yeah, I wish I could say I wanted to fight it by being a part of it. Um, I didn't. I just didn't want to be a part of it. And I really took the time to reflect that and realized I didn't like law enforcement. I, what I liked about it was in competitions, um, when I was doing like on fields, like in the field stuff in competitions, I enjoyed playing that character and I loved the teacher and the community within my, my high school. Um, I enjoyed that friend group and community. Um, that's not going to exist outside of high school. That's when you have to realize when all these other things are gone and am I, am I going to still love this at the core? And absolutely not. <laughs> and also now knowing knowing what I know as an adult about police brutality and all of those things, I absolutely don't want to be a part of that community. That's just my opinion. You can have your opinion. I respect all your opinions. I just didn't want to be a part of that community. And I'm glad that I chose I didn't. So at the same time that this was happening, I was also in theater. Um, I was I was uh, doing plays and stuff like that. And my awesome theater teacher, 
he would take groups to this convention every year, all the, I think, juniors and seniors every year, or maybe just seniors, doesn't matter, <laughs> um, to a convention where you would audition for hundreds. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was hundreds. It might have been like 100, 200. Who knows? I don't remember. Of um, You'd audition for colleges at one convention, which is super convenient because if you know anything about auditioning for colleges, I know that a lot of places you have to apply. Like you can get into the school, but then you have to apply for your major. It's the same sort of thing, but it's like a theatrical audition. Um, it can get expensive to travel all those places, to apply, whatever. I probably would have never done that because I would have figured out something else I wanted to do um, and probably not been happy with it. But luckily, I had a great teacher who was taking students to that opportunity. And it was the same time that I was realizing I didn't want to be a part of law enforcement. And my teacher said, hey, do you do you want to go do this? And I was like, yeah. And I didn't even really think about it. I was just like, yeah, of course. It was like pay to go on this trip. It was way cheaper than it would have been to go do those on my own. So I went and the auditions were in Dallas, I believe, which was super, it was in a really nice like place. It was exciting, whatever. So I, I went, I auditioned and I got called back to a, a list of schools. Um, and I went to talk to those schools and I had a couple, I think I had like three or four that I really liked. It was, might've been closer to three. So I went home and I guess this kind of bleeds into how to pick a school a little bit. Um, I did research on tuition. I did research on graduation rate and on the programs themselves. Uh, I spent like a few weeks. I had a class where um, I didn't actually, it was an online class and I was ahead. <laughs> so I would sit in that class and just research every single day. And I narrowed it down to two schools and I went to... I had been to the first school before. It was a smaller school, and I, and I, the other school, the one I'm at now, was a much bigger school. And I went to tour that my the school I'm at now, and I absolutely fell in love with the campus. And I kind of realized with the smaller school that a little bit, just to be honest, a little bit, I was considering that school, and I think I was kind of using it as a excuse that way if I failed I was like well I went to like a small theater school so like mm, I failed because I didn't get the education that I needed that's not a way to live life <laughs> that's not a way to live life at all so uh, I'm really happy with the choice I made um, so it kind of for me specifically I think picking a career path a major really fell into my it fell into place in a really spectacular way for me because I was having, I was very stressed out. I didn't know what I wanted to do and things just started falling into place. I also recognize that's not how it is for everyone. Um, I totally recognize that and it can be very hard to choose. Um, but just remember how common it is to change majors and how not of a big deal it is. It is not a big deal. I've known people who my one of my best friends from high school, he went to the same school as me, uh, which was exciting. He was my him and him and his friend and I and I, <laughs> he and his friend and uh, me and a friend from high school as well actually, which is exciting. Um, we were next door neighbors in our dorm. It was super cool. Anyways, he went to uh, orientation with we all went to orientation together and at orientation, decided he wanted to change his major, (laughs) 
just was like, yeah, no, I was sitting there listening to people talking um, and I realized, why am I doing this? And when we went to go register classes, he was like, yep, no, I need to change my major. (laughs) It's not a big deal. And even if you've taken a year or two of classes, it still isn't a big deal, especially because your freshman year, you're taking mostly basics and most of those will transfer depending on, you know, how different your major is that you're switching to. Regardless, it doesn't matter. It's Guidance counselors in college will a lot of times suggest that you don't take more than 15 hours a semester. They'll suggest it. You can take 19. You can take more. I know at my school, I don't know if this is a just a Texas thing, a nationwide thing. I'm not really sure. But after 15 hours, up until I think... I don't remember what the topping out is. It might be 19, but um, after 15 hours, every hour you take after that is paid for. You don't pay for that hour so or those hours. So if you do change your major, honestly, you might you, you could probably still graduate on time if you have a good relationship with your guidance counselor, if you do research. Um, and I don't want to guarantee ooh, knocking stuff around. Uh, I don't want to guarantee that, obviously, but it's worth it to be happy if you stay another year. You can take summer classes if you want to still graduate in four years. Um, Your happiness is way too, in the long run, is way too important to uh, not, you know, make that, pay that expense. Uh, And I hate to say pay that expense, but yeah, yeah, it's going to be more expensive if you stay another year, if you have to. Um, But you're going to be happy in the long run. And honestly, that's what matters. So I wouldn't try and put too much stress on it. And like with me too, my major is acting. I'm also writing all the time. I'm writing, um, right now I'm working on a television show. Um, I'm writing short, short, uh, monologues. I'm writing short films. I'm, I want to be a writer. I want to be a a comedian. I want to do all these things that fall kind of into the same family as my major. So don't freak out if you're like, well, I want to be, you know, I, I want to be an actor, but maybe I want to write. You you can do both. <laughs> you can do both. Then you find which one you think you need, you need the education in. And then obviously I need education in writing. That's not what I'm saying. But find the one that you know you need to work and one that you know you can, you can do on the side. Um, and maybe you, I can't, I can't, I don't believe I can minor in a film in in my major which would have been would have been sick but I can't do that which is fine um but they're like I could minor in dance like you can do you can figure it out hun just don't put too much stress on it that's the moral of the story don't freak out about it it's not the end all be all you will be okay just do what you want to do follow your heart <laughs> I know that's horrible advice it doesn't give you any information just follow your heart yeah okay but um so the next question is how to pick a school so man this one's gonna be tough because there are a lot of things to consider and I kind of already touched base on it a little bit but I think the first thing you have to decide is do I want to go to school in my state that's kind of important I wasn't sure I didn't think I wanted to stay in Texas Texas is huge um so this was a big factor in it I did did not want to go to school in my hometown 
absolutely did not. Some people, a lot of people from my hometown go to the school in my hometown. My school is a college town. Just to make my, my, my school is a college town. My hometown is a college town. Um, and there's a pretty big school there and everybody goes there. And I did not want to do that, which led me on my journey to find another school. And I did. So I went on a trip to Oregon, I think when I was the, su- the summer between my sophomore and junior year, I was trying to figure out what I still wasn't 100% sure what I wanted to go to school for. At that point, um, I, well, I don't think I had any idea at that point, actually. Um, I might have been leaning towards theater teacher or um, still criminal psychologist. I, I'm not 100% sure. Um, neither of which, you know, I ended up doing. <laughs> but whatever. Um, I went to Oregon. I have family there, whatever. I went on a vacation. It was really cool. I flew out by myself. I think it was the first time I flew by myself. I was like 17, maybe really cool experience. Um, and I visited colleges there because I love Oregon. I love Portland. I really love Portland. (laughs) Um, but I, I saw a lot of colleges there and, um, what, none of them, you start to have to think about, out of out of state college tuition is a lot more especially depending on the school you're going to and the schools i was looking at there that had the criteria that i wanted were very pricey um (laughs) and i wasn't going to go all the way to oregon and then go to a community college you can totally do that um i didn't want to have to pay that extra expense and then end up going to a community college where i could be getting the same education way cheaper in texas and so specifically for Texas, looking at how big Texas is, I realized I can get pretty far away from my, not that I wanted to run away from my hometown, but I think there is a part of growing up where you want that experience away from home. Um, and so I wanted somewhere that was pretty far and I found a school that was a a good distance away. It's about six hours, um, a drive, six hours drive. And (laughs) I don't know why I explained that so thoroughly. (laughs) Um, But I really, I had to, I had to realize, I had to decide, and it was hard because I wanted to go out of state so bad, but I had to be like, okay, Christian, you just want to go out of state to say that you can go out of state. That's really all it was, I think, at the end of the day. I mean, I did love Oregon and I do love Oregon. I love the, I love that environment. I love the people there. Um, But it just makes more sense financially to stay in state for me when I can get that same feeling of being far away. And also my school, I enjoy because it's in a town that is very close to big, big cities where there are tons of film and um, community theater opportunities, tons um, of opportunities there. So that just made the absolute most sense. That being said, if you have a chance to travel while you're in high school, I was very fortunate to have an opportunity to go for um, a big portion of summer and just stay with family. Um, if you have an opportunity like that, because if you have family in another place, um, I love the family that's there. This is not what I'm saying, just to preface. Even if you don't like that family, um, go for a summer if they'll let you to experience something besides what you know. I did so much grow I I grew so much as a person because I was away from what I knew my entire life for like a summer um in one summer I learned so much about myself and what I wanted that's also when I kind of felt like I wanted to take a gap year because I did we drove from uh 
like middle area of Oregon. I don't want to say where they live. <laughs> so, you know, Oregon area. <laughs> we drove down and went to the Redwood Forest in California and we took the scenic route that's all the way down the coast. And I was like, most beautiful thing I've seen in my entire life. Most, oh my God, beautiful. And then we ended up going to Humbug. I think it's Humbug. Humbug Mountain. Um, if you ever get a chance to go there, it's absolutely gorgeous. We camped out for a weekend, um, did a ton of hiking. Um, the beach was insane. So yeah, um, I would suggest if you have an opportunity to travel, take it because that will open your eyes to not only so many opportunities, you'll see so many different schools. If there are schools there, look at them. Even if you're not interested in going to that school, drive by, take a look, just see what's out there and I promise you it'll make a huge difference in, one, you feeling comfortable in your final decision. You're never going to feel 100% comfortable. Don't get me wrong. It's terrifying. (laughs) It's so scary making that jeep jump from child to adult. It's terrifying. And I I mean, I'm still, I'm technically an adult, but I'm not an adult, you know. Um, It's really scary, but having that experience makes it so much easier. Um, So I would suggest that if you can. If you can't, that's okay. There are so many different things now um, with Google Street View, (laughs) as as stupid as that sounds compared to going to a trip. Truthfully, Google Street View, I did that on a lot of different schools just to see what it's like um, because you're, okay, yeah, you might be on campus 90% of the time. I was off campus like quite a, quite a bit and granted it's because I was granted. (laughs) It was a lot because I was um, next to these big, big towns where cities (laughs) where I could go and do cool things. Um, But even if you're in a smaller town, you kind of want to know what that town looks like. It's not, you're not just marrying that school. You're going to be in that town for four years, maybe more uh, or two, depending on what you're, if you're going to college, university. Uh, So I think it's important to, that will help a lot. Um, if you can get in contact with people that are going to schools you were considering, 100% do that. I know at my school, um, when people come to visit, yeah, if you're not able to visit, especially now with COVID happening, you might not be able to visit campus. You might be making blind decisions, which is terrifying. <laughs> it's really, I can't even imagine making that choice in, in, uh, this time, especially, um, do you even want to go to school with everything happening? It's a lot. I get that. Um. But getting in contact, whether it be through social media, if you know, like, hey, I'm going to be majoring in uh, uh, literature <laughs> at this school, go to, uh, a nor- sometimes on their website, if you go to that that majors page, sometimes they'll have links to social media. Or if you just go on, like, Instagram and you're like, mm, okay, uh, university of blah, 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 and then you type in, like, the major, um, or just liberal arts or like whatever your, you know, group is. Um, sometimes it'll pull up those pages. And if you see people follow, it's kind of stalkerish if we're being honest, <laughs> but it's worth it. <laughs> and you see people following them. And if they're really active on social media, cause you don't want to just go to like some random person that's like two pictures on their profile page and like never mentions anything about school, but there's going to be people who are super involved and would love to talk to you about that school. So find those people, DM them, say, hey, I'm thinking about going to the school. 
is there anything you can tell me about it? Or if you have any, like, I have some questions. Can I ask you about them? They would absolutely love to talk to you about it. Most people will be excited. Most people are going to be super excited to tell you about the thing that they're super passionate about. That's why this podcast exists. That's why people, that's why people do speeches. That's why people post things on social media. I don't know why I threw speeches in there, but people make speeches all the time. Okay. So make that step. Um, it will help you a lot. And if you end up going to that school, whenever you go there, you'll have those connections already, which will make the transition so much easier. And even if you don't go to that school, if you're doing something that has like a lot of networking, um, you still have that connection. So super smart in the long run. Um, so actually, I think that's all I have. That's all I planned. This was a rambling mess, but I am still so incredibly excited that it happened. Um, <laughs> it was a mess, guys, but it's fine. It was the first one. The next one up should be a... Uh, is going to be an interview. Uh, I, I say interview. It's going to be talking. Uh, I, it's going to be very relaxed, guys. Um, I don't want to make this like a super uh, black and white, you know, boring interview. That's not what it is. And also a lot of these people are going to be my friends. So there's going to be chemistry, bro. We're going to be <laughs> hanging out, having fun. Um, and a lot of my friends are really, really funny. This podcast was not very funny. I'm okay with admitting that, but I would like to, um, I would like to think that I'm, I can be a pretty funny person. Uh, oh, one other thing before we get over there, I did want to talk about, we'll talk about it on the next episode, um, but picking classes, I just want to throw it out real quick. I'm in an improv class. If you, I was in an improv class. If you ever get a chance to take an improv class, if you're going to be doing any form of public speaking, anything like that, it was one of the most fun things I've ever done. Just throwing it out there. Okay, moving on. <laughs> but yeah, most of these interviews are going to be my friends. Um, I would say m most of them will be. Uh, that being said, I'm not in my college town right now. And even if I was in my college town right now, um, COVID is still happening. So these are probably going to be uh, remotely done, which is fine. But that means the audio might be different. We'll figure it out though, guys. So don't worry about it too much. Well, you guys don't have to worry about it. I got to worry about it, <laughs> but it'll be fine. And even when I get back to school, um, my roommates are all liberal arts major. Um, um, is, well, actually, I don't know if one of them is. <laughs> it's fine. But uh, I have a fellow acting major and then um, a music, music ed, music, it doesn't matter. Um, well, it does matter. They're amazing. <laughs> but... I will be able to interview interview those people in person. So I'm super excited for everything that's coming up. And I hope you are too. Um, also, I would like to... It's probably not going to happen for a while. Because I don't think many people are going to be um, listening to this for a while. <laughs> but that being said, uh, there, if you want to ask me any questions, if you have any questions about this podcast... Or if you want to ask me any questions, because I would like to in the future have a segment where I answer questions um, towards the end of the podcast. Or if you have any, if you have any um, suggestions for me, like things you want to see on the podcast or things that you think I can be doing better, I would absolutely be open to hearing all of those suggestions. Use the hashtag liberal arts loser um, on, on Twitter 
And right now there's only one tweet with that hashtag and it's from 2013. And it was some girl saying, I can't wait to study hashtag liberal arts loser. So let's take over that hashtag. (laughs) It won't happen for a while, but let's try. And also, if you want to follow me on my socials to keep up with what's going on, um, I'll probably in the, in the near future start posting about this podcast on those things, mostly Twitter, most likely. I don't ever post on Instagram, but I'll throw it out there. Um, uh, my Twitter is Christian Rose M, the letter M as in mom. <laughs> and my Instagram is Christian underscore R underscore Metter, which is spelt M-E-A. D-O-R. So if you want to follow me on those things, you totally can. Send me a DM. Actually, don't do that. I don't know why I said that. Well, I get... You know, if you want to send me a DM, send me a DM. But I'm tired of giving getting all these DMs from men saying, hello, beautiful lady. <laughs> can anyone else relate? I get way too many of them and they're all bots <laughs> and I, I can't handle it. So DM me if you want, but maybe don't. <laughs> Um, anyways, this week, what, this podcast this week has, was so much fun. It was very therapeutic for me. It might have been completely horrible to listen to, and if it was, I sincerely apologize, but not really because it was fun, so at the end of the day, I do not care. Well, I kind of care. You know. (laughs) You know the vibe. Uh, I... I am so excited about this, so stay tuned, and there's going to be some really fun stuff coming up. I'm super excited about it. Um, So that's all for this week, guys, and I'll see you next time.